Hello and welcome back to the Fins Nation UK podcast. It's time for another game preview and this time the game we're doing is our week four clash against the Buffalo Bills. Arguably the most anticipated game of the whole NFL week. With me, I've got a first time on the podcast. With me today is Dolphins fan Robert Ashton. How are you, mate? Great, mate. Looking forward to uh, to Sunday. Getting uh, excited now. Oh, no, I can't wait. I mean, I've got a bit of a different way. I don't know about, I guess you'll be watching it live, but for me, I'll be going to the Wembley game. Um, I'm very fortunate enough to get a media pass for that one. But I've got to get back home because my last bus back home was like 8pm, the National Express. So what I'm going to do, my plan is basically is to record it, get the bus home, turn all my notifications off, and then watch it when I get home. So it may well be, you know, depending on what time it gets home, might be a, you know, a five in the morning before work job, might be an 11 p.m. job when I get back in, it's however I feel at the time. But yeah, I'm a bit, a bit of a wait to find out what happens, but I'm looking forward to um, being able to to watch it. Um, but for you, how are you watching it? Are you watching it at home? Are you watching it with friends? Or how, how do you normally watch Dolphins games? Uh, normally, I'm at home watching it, but for first time ever, I'm venturing out down to the uh, the big smoke in London, uh, meeting up with uh, a group of other Finns fans, and we're taking over a Bills pub in London. Wow. How do you manage that, to take over their pub? Well, it uh, came about, we were chatting in the UK Dolphins WhatsApp group, and someone suggested we do a, a UK Dolphins takeover, uh, another Fan found that there's a, a Bills pub in London, uh, the Bell something or other, and we just went from there. In fact, I even got named the Rob Refrigerator because I'm going to be taking the brunt of any attacks that come at <laughs> Well, I, I, I happen to know a couple of Bills fans, and one of them, Charlie, who's a guy who's been on my podcast, my other NFL podcast, across the pod a lot of times, and you know, he's, he's a gentlest guy. So I think if, if they're all like him, then you'll be absolutely fine and you'll, you'll have no problem. But yeah, I think you know. I know we're doing a watch party for the Jets game coming up. Um, I believe it's the thank the Black Friday game we're doing it for, and you know that's going to be, I imagine, a bit a bit tasty. And I can imagine, yeah, I I I love to know what the atmosphere can be like at that pub because, yeah, it's um yeah, it's you know we always like to compare you know UK football to US US American football, and I I just couldn't imagine you know it's why we love sport so much is because you know you couldn't imagine. Arsenal fans going to a Tottenham pub and just you know casually walking in and thinking that's okay, but I think you should nine times nine times out of ten you should be absolutely fine, especially in the UK you should be fine going in. So yeah, that should be a good time. I, I'm very jealous of that. <laughs> I'm jealous of you going to the live game. I mean, I've got uh, I'm booked to go over to Frankfurt. Mm. No ticket for the game, but I'm going. I'm going there. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's you know I talked about it before, but this is probably. The best ever on paper, this is the best ever international game matchup. I mean, this year, I think might have generally the best matchup on paper in London, the Bills Jags before the season started. But, you know, to have two teams that were highly thought of, and now the way the season's gone so far with the Chiefs, for me, still being the favourites in the AFC to win it, but Dolphins being the best team in the conference so far in three games in, you know, the whole Tyree Kill factor, you know, Mahomes, Tua, Chris Jones, the Christian Wilkins, it's going to be an amazing, amazing matchup. And I think that, you know, I myself, I'm trying to get a way to get there. I've applied on behalf of the podcast to um, get a media pass, but I'm also no a Chiefs family may be able to do the same thing and give me a spare ticket if he does get one. So I'm hoping to either way make my way and it should be a good a good experience. Um, for you though, Robert, as we do, it was all of our new guests. 
we had to ask the same question. So for you, Robert, out of all the teams in the NFL, what made you pick the Dolphins? Um, I suppose it's not a long story. I've always been vaguely interested in the NFL. Uh, I remember watching it on Channel 4 because I used to work nights. So it was on at night on Channel 4. But uh, a few years back, um, I said, listen, I, I want to I want to get into this. This I want. This is something different. I want to watch it. And it was the end of the season. It was Super Bowl. And I just randomly picked a team to watch, which happened to be the Vikings. And it was the year of the Minnesota Miracle. And that game was like, wow. That game was all over. And all of a sudden, the... I just turned it around. But I didn't just want to pick a, a random team for the sake of it. I wanted to pick somebody I could follow properly for, for, for good reasons. Being a, a Liverpool football fan, sort of where you're from and the team you follow is important. So um, me, my dad's brother, my uncle, has lived in Fort Lauderdale for years. So we've got family in Florida. Um, my younger brother was already a Dolphins fan. And so, well... Family ties, links, it's got to be the Dolphins. You know, you're one of the first fans I've met uh, of that Channel 4 era that hasn't picked a team because Dan Marino. I mean, Midfins Nation, most of the fans in the, in the group are because of Dan Marino. They're all of a certain age of that Channel 4 era. So it's, it's quite nice to have a different way of supporting the team. And um, a more of a recent example, I mean, that Minneapolis miracle, you know, that game for me, I always stands out for me because I remember, you know, I've, Got got to sport about 2009, but for years I was sort of of that view of, oh, I don't like the adverts and all that. So I used to watch just the highlights or just find out the schools. But I remember I was, I'd been for some sort of, I believe some sort of works do. I think it might be the delayed Christmas do or something like that, where I literally came home a bit tipsy, let's say, um, with about, I think, just after two minute warning or just before two minute warning end of the game. So I actually yeah. came home a bit, you know, a bit, you know, a bit tipsy. And the next thing I know, within minutes, I'm seeing this. Stefan Diggs catch against the Saints and it's um it's that game will always turn up for me as one of my favourite games because of that reason and you know it really helped me really fall never turn me from being a casual fan to a to a diehard fan and where I am now. So yeah, got a lot of thank that game for. Um but the reason they were here is to talk all things Bills. 6 p.m. UK time on Sunday, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern for those who are listening over in the States. Um this is the biggest game I've known in years. I mean, the Bills game last year in the wildcard round, or even you can look at the one in week 14, 15, whatever it was, you know, that is big. It's big. And I think the way the season's gone so far, the way the media's been talking us up, you know, putting us number one in their power rankings after the you know, the 70 to 20 win against Broncos last week. And it's it's a huge, huge game. And just for you, just how are you feeling? Are you nervous about it? Are you because I'm quite confident for the first time in years against the Bills, but how are you feeling? Are you nervous, confident? How how are you feeling ahead of the game? Well, I'm, I'm I'm flicking back and forth all the time. It's like on, on one side, it's it's the Bills, it's it's in their backyard. On the other side, there's something different about Dolphins this season, the way the season's gone so far. I mean, the, the Chargers game. Yes, we won. It was close fought. It was a shootout, but there were issues. We just seemed to not be able to defend the way we've expected or seen the, the Dolphins defending in the past. And so there was there was problems, even though we won the game. Then we played the Patriots. Some of the issues that we saw 
had been sorted, but that had thrown up other issues. So we're not doing the, the same things over and over again. It's almost like, right, we practiced, we've had pre-season, we've had game one, that's a problem. Sort it this week. Game two, right, we fixed the problems from game one, but there's some issues come up again. Right, we'll fix that. Game three, everything all comes together. Maybe not as perfect or as well as we wanted, but still putting 70 points on any team. It's got to be a, a good sign for the rest of the season. But I think this game against the, the Bills is really going to show us how far we've come and perhaps how far we still need to go. And then again, the, the Frankfurt game against the Chiefs, the, those are two of the games that I think are really going to define the season as to whether we're really the Super Bowl winners or do we still have to wait perhaps one more season? I think you're right. I talked about it on Monday on the last episode that it's all going to be the Broncos, but let's face it, the Broncos are 0-3 they're not the same team as the Bills and you look at the Chiefs game with all Eagles game. I think they're the three big tests for us. Can we beat the Bills in Buffalo especially? And then the Eagles and Chiefs, you know, the two teams who made the Super Bowl last year, I think they're our biggest test. And I believe it's back-to-back weeks or maybe it's two and three weeks you've got the Eagles and Chiefs. I think those games particularly are going to be, you know, some people are calling it a Super Bowl preview. Some people are calling it AFC Championship preview. I think they're the real test. And I think whilst it was great you put up 70 points, I think against anyone, I think we've got to take that a little bit into perspective that it is, is the Broncos and, you know, the Bills. The Broncos, at times, albeit they lost by 50 points, they scored 20 points. And there were times where our defence did put up big plays. I mean, the the kick, kick return or punt return they scored from, you know, there was a couple of plays. I think Sutton scored a touchdown. I think their first touchdown, it was too easily given up in, in the red zone. So there, there was definitely tiny bits of, you know, of things to work on, but... I think I'll look at last year, the fact that we beat them in orbit in Miami, then we ran them close in both games in Buffalo. And I think that, you know, the fact we beat the Broncos without Jalen Waddle, without Jalen Ramsey, gives me a huge, huge positive. The fact that last season, one of our biggest issues was injuries and we didn't have anyone to cover up. But now, you know, Robbie Anderson came in last week and did really well. And I think we have to be confident because the Bills have shown to me at times a bit of inconsistency. But I think there's a little bit of worry for me on the secondary at times, and the, the Chargers game as well, and the way we almost collapsed against Patriots. Does that worry you at all in terms of, at times, how easy we gave up big plays in those first three games? Especially I feel like it's all, it's, it's all about initiative. Making them feel like they're being done to. Don't let them take the initiative against us. We've got to get up and at them, get in the face. Get um, Josh Allen to feel like things aren't going right because whenever he starts to feel like things aren't going right, he seems to try and go into this sort of hero mode. And that's when he starts making mistakes. That's when you make him pay. So, I mean, against Denver, we got hold of the initiative and yes, they're not a good team, but we've made them look like an absolute rubbish team because they just couldn't cope. If we can do that against Buffalo, get the initiative, grab them by the throat, Keep the foot on the gas all the way through the game. Don't give them an opportunity to feel like they're actually getting anywhere against us. And they'll implode. They'll they'll start to argue. They'll feel like 
a group of individuals that are all individually trying to make something happen and we can pick them apart. Yeah, and I think that one of our biggest problems uh, before Daniel came in was we lost games by 20, 30 points to the Bills and a lot of times it was over within the second quarter. They We allowed them to get a big a big lead too early. But I think last year what we saw was a big change in that because look at the week three game. We were, I think it was 7-7 after the first quarter and we kept running them close and obviously won the game in the end. And look at the the Bills game in Buffalo, that snowy game where you know we scored early on and we we made them known that we were there. And I think the same thing with the Bill, with the wildcard game. And I I do worry a little bit about, I think whilst Vic Fando is a massive um, upgrade to the DC position, I think one of the reasons why we gave Josh Allen problems, particularly in the wildcard game, was that blitz and getting to him and forcing him to make the mistakes. Because um, me, he's basically Brett Favre 2.0, great arm, makes too many bad decisions. But, um, you know, I, I think if we can... Vic Fangio may have to go back to the boy away and go for that more blitz package because that's where he really um, gave the Bills problems last year. Because um, I think that, you know, you put Diggs on one-on-one coverage and you allow, you allow Josh Allen time and don't put pressure on him. That's why I think he often does really well. And I think that's when, when you often see his deep arm be used. So I think that's something we've got to be wary of. But at the same time, you know, the offense we've got is simply electric. And I don't think the Bills are yet this season, unless I'm wrong, face anyone of that nature. I mean, they had the commanders. Somehow isn't a great callback at the moment. The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers after four plays, and I forgot who they paid week two. Uh, no, they paid... Who did they week two? I literally forgot. They, they haven't played anyone that I know of anyway yet. Yeah, it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. And I think that we're their first test. They're our first real test. Um, yeah, they are. I think, I think we're, we're their first test, and I think that... Yeah, they've had Zach Wilson, Sam Howell, and, and another... Oh, it was Jimmy Garoppolo. That's at the Raiders. Yeah, so That's they've it, had yeah. three pretty mediocre quarterbacks against him. I think that two right now is the reason why he's, albeit three weeks in, the bookie's favourite for MVP. He's playing that well. I mean, the the the, 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 the no-look shovel pass with his right hand last week was one of my favourite plays ever it's in a Dolphin. Two. <laughs> two, yeah. Same two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah there was two for me, and I think... I think he's playing with such confidence. And I think I'm fully aware that it was week four last year where all the problems started with his concussions and that defensive line we're going to go up against is better than all three of them combined probably the first three weeks. But, you know, I think we really have to show him, as you say, we really have to get to him. And I think that's the best way we can go about it. But, yeah, obviously, you know, for you, Robert, I mean, if we can win this game, you know, go four zero with two two wins ahead of the Bills. Um, you know, maybe one win ahead of the Patriots, but you know, they won't be a team that we're contending with come week eighteen. So, just how crucial is that for you, as well, Robert, in terms of getting our win and establishing a two win lead already on the Bills uh, with what four weeks into the season? It's important. It's necessary. Is it the be all and end all? Could it? derail the season mm, I don't think it'll derail anything but it would certainly put a, a, a marker down to say listen this is us this is our this is our league this season this is our Super Bowl this season beating the Bills in their backyard is going to be a big statement I think and can only help the confidence and the progression 
of uh, of the thing that we've fixed an awful lot of problems even from last season, even from game one. I think this will certainly let us know what we can expect really to to go forward. Whether we are, yeah, we built beat three mediocre teams had a great win, but when we've come up against someone who's close to the level we've been playing at, can we do it against the big boys? Yeah, I think you're right because it's all good winning, you know, 70-20 week three, but you want to be beating these teams that you're going to be playing in the playoffs. I think that's how you finish more than you start. And, looking, you know, we've got to play the Chiefs and the Eagles and the Eagles won't obviously only face them if you get to Super Bowl. But, you know, if we can beat the Bills, we thought, I think it sends out a massive statement to not just the Bills, but the rest of the league that we can win these games against team because the Bills are most likely to be playing in the playoffs. You may even play them in, in playoffs at some point. Same with the Chiefs, you know. I think if we're going to do anything, we're going to have to beat the Chiefs at some point in the playoffs. They're going to be there about there again. So, you know, and I think we really have to make the most of this because the Bills, if they go to London in week five and, you know, they're going to have a massive disadvantage by the fact that, you know, we're they're going to be playing a Jags team that's had all your week to climatise to the London you know, conditions and London time zone. And, you know, when we, we play the Giants and that is, you know, as easy as a win as you could think with their current form. So, you know, if, we could eat, if we win this game week four, and we beat the Giants week five, and the Bills do lose to the Jags, which I think will happen, that'll be three three win lead with what five games in, and we've got yes, we've got the Eagles, Patriots, and Chiefs after that. But then you've got you've got the Raiders who you know, got Garoppolo, you've got Zach Wilson, Jets, unless they find a way to get someone else in. You've got Sam Howell and the Commanders, you've got Ryan Tannehill and the Titans, Zach Wilson again, and you've got a inconsistent Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson, who's um, has really injury, he probably won't be there weeks, so he'll probably be injured again. And then obviously, Bills Week 18 will be a big game. So we've got a fairly favorable run down the stretch. If we can get this win, go two or three wins clear than by week five, that affords us to have this game against the Chiefs Eagles where we do slip up because we can beat, we'll beat the Raiders, we can beat the Jets, Commanders, Titans, all really easy on paper. And I think we'll beat the Ravens and Cowboys. I think the Cowboys might be hard, but. I, I I got no 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 doubt about playing the Ravens. So it's a really important game for that as well because if we were to lose, you know, and the Bills do win in Jacksonville, um, then it'll be only be a one one win difference, and then that's going to be massive then to just put even more pressure on us. I think there's a big difference between one win and three wins, and you know, in the league that's it's all about numbers, all about you know, very very tight between first seed, fifth seed, ticks, all that. It's a really important game, and I think we really have to um try to establish ourselves. Um, and I think we're lucky as well, the fact that it's going to be in week four rather than week 17 weather-wise playing in Buffalo. We're not going to have to deal with the Buffalo cold. We win and it takes a lot of pressure off us and then we can go into the games following, essentially going into those games and expecting to win because of the quality of the team that we've proved to be. We lose that game, as long as it's not some sort of blowout where absolutely everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong. We've got time to write it and rebuild to the the level that we're at now and carry on and make it a successful season. Of course, I want a win. I wish we'd saved 30 odd points from last Sunday's game and, and bank them for this game, but it's 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 not gonna be a, another uh 50 point win, although that would be great if it was, that would be a real statement. 
It's going to be very tight. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be a war of attrition, I think, but ultimately one that we can win. Don't have to win, but it would be great for the rest of the season if we did. Oh, can you imagine if you won by 50 points again? That would be that would be literally the best day of my life, I think. <laughs> if, if we beat the Bills by 50 points, I think that would be up there with seeing Liverpool win the Premier League and the Champions League and stuff like that. I, I think that... Certainly, you know, that'll be, since my Dolphins fandom, that'll be one, by far my favourite ever game. That, that will be something. Um, a couple of news stories coming out this week that I want to talk to you about. One, um, you know, Tyree Kill. Uh, I don't know whether you've seen this. He talked about his life after football. He wants to be a porn star. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> Not with that speed. <laughs> He'll need to slow down a bit, I think. <laughs> If it's the, the shortest ever video. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, I don't think I, I could watch that anyway, but um, yeah, you need to improve on that part of his game. Um, now, obviously, more worrying stuff coming out as David Howard, um, not just off on the field. I think he's regressing a lot, and I think this will be a last season as a Dolphin. But um, more allegations of, of four pregnancies. Um, what's your take on David Howard? Because... This is the guy who's twice handed in a trade request, demanding all this money. But the last, I'd say, probably a year and a half, I'd say, he's really regressed. And I don't think he started this season off particularly well. I think with the right of Kade Kohu, with Jaden Ramsey coming in, albeit not till December when he's back from injury, and who knows whether he's going to be the same Jaden Ramsey. Does his form worry you in terms of, you know, when he goes up against like Stefan Diggs or goes up against the likes of um, you know, Travis Kelsey or comes up against AJ Brown in these games or or Devontae Adams against the Raiders? Does, does his form worry you uh, going into this it's, game particularly, but also the rest of the season? It's it's sort of a, 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 a weird one, isn't it? Because it was almost like as soon as he got the, the, the payday, it's like, right, I've made it. And it's almost like the... The effort wasn't there. I mean, I know he's suffered with with injuries, but I do think his his days are numbered. He is starting to he's getting caught out. He seems to have lost a, a step, a step and a half. And for all the good things he's done, I think the cost to the team ultimately, if it's not the end of this season, it'll certainly be the be next. And and the next season at the latest that he will no longer be a be a dolphin. He'll he'll, he'll move on. Yeah, and I think you've got to look at the um you know the salary cap situation. The fact that we're going to be over the cap anyway, and the fact that we need to pay like of Jalen Waddle, Javon Holland, um, Christian Wilkins, and there's one more and I've forgotten who it is now. Um, you know these these are the there's some young players out that that are going to be the cornerstone of our team. We hope for the next five years, six seven years maybe. So. You know, I think you know he's, he's had a great time, but he is over thirty now. He isn't playing the same level as he was in that twenty twenty season when he got the interception leader um, title. And I, I think that you know we got to look at that and we got to look at it's a business. And I think that I think we'll I think we'll trade him. I don't think we'll get a first or maybe even second round of form, but I can see maybe a third and a fourth or two thirds or something like that. And I think that's how we're going to do it because I just don't think right now. His performance is a warranty the money he's probably going to ask for or renewing a new deal. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting times. But that is where we'll end the podcast for today. So, first of all, thank you, Robert, for coming on. Very, thank you very much for giving me my first time and popping my podcast, Cherry. <laughs> no problem at all. It's um, great having you on. Great to chat all things Dolphins. 
and we look forward to having one again at some point uh, during the season. Awesome, that'd be great. Got a taste for it now. <laughs> exactly, you can come on more and more now. Um, but yeah, this has been the Fins Nation UK podcast. Just want to say thank you again for, to Jez Granger for the theme tune and to number one, Wayne Collard, for the logo and theme to this podcast. I've been host Andy, this has been Robert Ashton, and we will see you guys next time. Cheers, guys. Fins off.